Good morning, everybody. Sure, Nina. Um, so, um, there's a fear package um, that is, um, I found myself in a relationship this summer. Um, the person is um, someone who likes to go off alone a lot, which is good. <laughs> um, and it's, there's no problem with that. The, it's just this fear package, is the only way I can describe it, uh -huh. arises with this, it's like um, there's no routine of hearing from him or knowing. And so there's a, it's just this constant, um, something's happened, something's happened, something's happened. I won't know, I won't know, I won't know. I won't, he'll, his corpse will be somewhere. He won't be laid to rest. Um, and it's, it's been now full on for, since June. Um, <clears throat> and um, I, that was, I can't see them, I mean, you talked yesterday about the machine, it's a big machine, consciousness is a big machine. I cannot identify the machinery. I, I see that when, obviously in sleep, it, the whole thing goes away or a moment of distraction, the whole thing goes away, but it just, it is relentless, and it creates time, because it, it's such a, it's an incredibly um, surefire way of creating time, because there's always, it's always could be, could be about to happen. And it's not so much about his death, because in a way that would be a relief at this point. Yes, that's it. But, but it's about this something about this person passing out or dying of a heart attack and a corpse lying there and not being laid to rest and not knowing, not knowing, not knowing, not knowing. And it just, I can't see where, I can't understand, I don't, it just doesn't fit in with anything else. It's, and it's a bundle, it's like a, it's very, very gripping. Hmm. I, I'm i pretty much at wit's end with it. Um, I mean, look, I've looked at every single possible thought that generates it and sort of inquired into each of the thoughts and the thoughts that don't hold water. Um, I can't, and I, I, I guess, Part of it is, um, I wonder, it just seems to be a very, a very effective way of consciousness, that consciousness has, um, of, of creating a sense of separation. Yes. And so, my question and sort of my hope is that it's simply, there it is again. It's a, to make it as simple as possible and not something I have to like heal. Sure. But just, is it literally just, okay, this one, this one gets me good, and just to know that it's, it's the, a very effective, it's been a very effective mechanism in the machine. Yes. And that's it. 
Ultimately, it is that. Every single incident that anybody can talk about is, is just consciousness reinventing a story in order to make separation run. It's all that at the baseline. Every single thing has that. <clears throat> As its essential criteria for existing in the first place. Um, okay, if you've pulled it all apart, then, then the, the two aspects of it. Firstly, that well, he wouldn't be laid to rest if he if he you know dropped dead someplace obscure and wouldn't be laid to rest. But you're, so what? Isn't that all right? What's 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 to be laid to rest? I mean, it's just, just a little flesh. It's that missing. It's that missing body. <laughs> it's that but missing it's some person. It's some place. No, it's some place. You can't really be missing. Yeah. It's some place. It's going to decompose whether it's been acknowledged by other people or not that it's dead, but, but it's just going to do what everybody does, whether it's missing or not missing. Isn't it okay? Wherever the body just dies, well, it'll die. Being buried or not, this is our cultural ritual. It's, I think it's just, I guess it's just a control, you know, control of the circumstances that death is so ultimate you know it's like that for the body yes that I guess I, I guess that's something to question why, why would it yeah. matter where when and where he drops it doesn't matter because you know the body's a lump of flesh when you put the brown paper bag over your head huh? <laughs> you know you've discovered it's a lump of flesh so so what where the lump of flesh falls off it's like cutting your hair, cutting your nails, a bit of it falls off, but we don't have a funeral, you know? It's the same thing. Really, it's the same thing. You're not your body. He's not his body. He's not. Um, after yesterday's satsang, it's, that it's so... It's very impersonal. Um, and one thing Byron Katie said about her husband, is she said, oh, he's so brave, he's married to the impersonal. Um, and and I that kind of that just sort of got really clear um, yesterday that it's something about that that this his his body falling away you know oh sure what does it matter it's it's that it's personal it's he's personal to me and that okay. this this whole uh, relationship thing flaring up now yeah. <laughs> um, when I had pretty much thought yeah. this is not going to happen for me yeah. and it didn't seem to, I didn't seem to have a choice <clears throat> uh -huh. um, and I don't seem to have the choice to sort of end it so, that, yes. so Good. it's so it's the appearance of the personal that causes suffering yes and causes this yes attachment to okay well at least if the body's going to drop off then it has to be tended to and loved and it's <laughs> on its way out yeah. and that has to go yes Yes. So is there, I think that is maybe it because if it's completely impersonal, that's the question. If, if it is completely impersonal, can there be, would, would it even arise for a couple would to happen? A couple to... Would a relationship happen? Would it, yeah, would people actually move together in freedom yes it could yes happen. yes it still happens it still happens yeah 
Um, and I, there's something in the human being wiring about living in, living with others or living in community. Or I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, there's the reproduction part. Okay, that's the that's that's natural. But there's something about connecting with other people. There, there's something that it's, it it creates a wellness in a human being if there's intimacy. Intimacy on any level. And intimacy is honesty, you know, whether it's sexual or whether it's just platonic, whatever it is. That intimacy is very good for human beings. It brings a sense of wellness. And sex is great for one's health. You know, there are these things too. But the personal isn't great for one's health. No, the personal is torture. Yeah. <laughs> but all of this functions without the personal. So it's, it's just a thought that it has to be, something personal has to be maintained or held on to in order, I don't know, I guess that's it. I guess it's just that it's never been experienced yes. directly that the personal can be completely dropped Yes. in the face of a, a relationship. Yes. Or, yeah, and it's, <clears throat> it's, it's great when there is... Um, when somebody goes back into a relationship who has been doing spiritual work and kind of disconnected from us for so long because what it will do will throw up only what a relationship can do it will throw up stuff that you can't discover on your own yeah, do you see it was gnarly it's... yeah yeah it does. and it's it's like yes you know there's always like okay let's see what this lap brings so it's a great thing yes it's as if it had gone dormant yeah from yeah and yeah. no it never went away it just yeah. It flared up yeah. again. Yeah. So that's it. So it's just a superstitious yeah. belief that the personal can't be dropped. Yes. Even yes. in this form. Yes. And and it's like it's like an an adventure in learning. How can a relationship happen? Yeah. Without the personal. Yes, but it's it's very tricky because <laughs> you can only find out how one way and yes. that is to drop it. Yes. And that's the belief. That's the and it will. It's, it's torturous, and it'll. It's just murdering me, um, and him, and my thoughts. Um, by, it's like you can't let go. You can't let go of the personal. You can't let go of the personal here. It's it's akin to killing him, and it really kind of is because it's not. It's the death of my body and the death of his. I mean, the death of. It's. Is death. <laughs> yes, but being in relationship without the personal is, and being in relationship, of course, is so dualistic. So, you know, yeah, that's an inverted comma. There's no other way to say it. Being in relationship without the personal is the most natural, fluid way in the world. There is no stickiness. And so, if that person does drop, it's really okay. Yes, and if there's a natural grief, that's a natural grief. That's a human functioning. But you know, you're not grieving. You know, it's like, whoa, look what the body's doing, look what the emotional body is doing. And it's, it's just seen. Okay. So the thought to go after is that it, it has to be personal. Yeah, or where, where is the personal running here? Okay. When you're thinking about him, when you're with him, it's like, is the personal running here? Okay. Is there a personal in this relationship? And then if it is, and drop then it. just drop it and drop yeah. it through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, stay present. You know, because when you're alone, 
dropping out can leave you in a dysfunctional place where you're just still for hours and, and you don't know. But somehow the functioning mind has to learn how to, yes. how, yeah, how to participate yes. without the personal. This is the trick. This is where it will bring you. Yes, and that's the real... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty grist. Yes. Christy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How, how, how to live without the personal in the West is like, this is what's new. Yeah. No? Okay. All right. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> sure. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> peaceful for me internally but um, and at some level there's almost like a no big deal attitude towards things mm. but uh, sometimes things get churned up <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah I, keep, I see uh, I see myself going from identification to observer back and forth and uh, sometimes I'm stuck for a while uh, then say I'm getting frustrated, then after a while something comes up, oh, there's something wrong here, and then I pull back. That, that seems to be going on, but um, what I wanted to ask you was <laughs> if you have any pointers, it's almost like, yeah, things are peaceful, there's always there's like a humming sound that I hear sometimes, mm. and I tune into that, mm. and sometimes it gets louder when I'm relaxed. <clears throat> but uh, what next? <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for something else? I don't know. It's like uh, when you say bring mind to its limits. Kind of thing. Is there a feeling that there's more? Or is there a desire that there's more? There's a feeling that there's more for sure. Okay. What would that look like? I don't know. Okay, great. Good. I was just checking for an expectation. Okay. <clears throat> so apart from the humming, does does the does does the vastness or does the void or the emptiness does that crack open for you sometimes? I kind of tune into the humming, but in no time I see myself back into story. Uh. Like the mind doesn't like that nothing's going on, and it's like pulling me back to something. Oh, it's getting bored there, kind of thing. And even uh, the techniques you have. Pointed to like put uh, put your attention at the source of the next thought, or bring your attention below the head level, or just below the bottom. Some of those work at sometimes, but you know I see myself getting back into story, uh, or it's like almost getting into a dream back, really fast, and uh, maybe it's just more uh, persistence that's required. I don't know, but to stay with 
So there must be something pretty attractive about identification still. If it's that fast, there's something there that's yet to manifest or be experienced or it's, it's kind of drug-like how it's pulling you back so quickly. And that's usually because it needs your attention for some, something to be experienced. Yeah. I wonder what is it that's undone or unfinished or is there avoidance of something or I mean there could be a lot of things but I'm trying to see if there's anything very really specific that I can <clears throat> I don't know if this is it, but I'm just going with something. <laughs> but um, say my relationship with my wife, she's not into non-dual at all. Mm -hmm. And there's like almost like it gets conflicting and things like that if I even bring it up. So I just keep this. Yeah. Just yeah. this is my thing. Sure. But I try to be there for her whenever, I mean, uh, and She's in, I can see lots of stories happening and lots of things going on, but I don't know if it's more like, yeah, I, I see there's, uh, I'm not completely free in that um, area. Yeah. I'm not completely open or free. Yes. And... I wonder if that's something that yes. I need to open up to. Yes. <coughs> yes. Because another time when we sat together, you spoke of the same thing, huh? Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. And some folks can, can say, okay, well, that's the relationship is about that, and my path is kind of going slightly away from that. And it's fine. It's fine. They can actually just, it doesn't interfere. But for you, they seem to be linked. Yeah. They do in some way seem to be linked because for sure something is bringing you back into identification. And, and this, the relationship in some way, some way keeps cranking up. Uh, fine if, if you can see it as that's just life, it's not an issue, but no, it's in there somewhere. There's something undone, unfinished, unexperienced. Yeah, it seems like... Um Yeah, what is confusing is, okay, there's something about this not being completely right, uh -huh. uh, in the sense that I'm not being completely true. Yes. In yes. Yes. It's about being true to yourself, not being true to her, huh? Yes. Might sound harsh, but really that's where it's at. And how would, what's, how would you be being true to yourself? How would that be? If there's a pull towards something, um, sometimes I try to justify it in the mind, saying, "Oh, it's it's a pull. You know, I can either go follow it, or you know, I can say it's another story. I can see it as a story." Yes. <laughs> and 
Do you know when a story is a pull, or when a pull is a story, or when a pull is is that inevitable movement of consciousness? When I, when I came to see you first time, it was like a pull. It was like a strong pull. I had to be there. Yeah. And that's the only time I've really discerned whether it's a pull or a story. Okay. Mm. Okay. Then you're going to have to play with finding out. Discernment has to increase there, huh? So that you know the difference between a pull and a story. A story that has grabbed the energy of a pull. You know? This one is a trick. With a pull, you usually have no, there's no why. There's no, it didn't come from a sequence of, of, of planning or I'll get something. It's like, I could find a reason why I have to do this, but actually, I just have to do it, regardless of the reason. That's, that's a pull. That's a pull. Yeah. I, I see that. Great. I, I can sense that. Great. These ones, follow. Follow these ones. Yeah, I almost lost my train of thought. I was going to go with something. And <coughs> yeah. So. <coughs> that's, that's kind of where I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got the courage to follow a poll when it comes to your relationship? So what happened was I, so I had to come see you and all that. So I said, okay, I'll put a prayer to the universe saying, I want to do this, whatever happens, kind of thing. And it worked out fine. There was nothing to worry about after that. Okay. But uh, it seems like, yeah, it seems almost like that, saying, okay, you you take care of this. Yes. And, you know. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's always that way, but. Yes, it is. It's that the personal eye interferes. The consciousness is taking care, and mind imagines that it can do a better job, or that it has something to, you know, to juggle in order to make things happen. And my goodness, it's just in the way. It's a spanner in the machine, you know, the personal eye. Yeah. It's like a not my will but thine, you know, that, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. It seems to help. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Because it gives the, the ego permission to pull back. Right. Even this, um, even listening to the Matrix story, <laughs> it's it's nice to it. It just relaxes you from everything yes. else. Yes. And, uh, all the other tight uh, yes. things. Are yes. Yes. But I, st yeah, I, I still don't see it as a Matrix. Sure. But it's a nice That's thing a to right. go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Follow that ease, you know, that feeling of there's ah, oh, release and ease because the, the ego is what's contracted, you know. I'm sure enough you're crossing the road and there's a, a car coming, you know. It's like, <laughs> of course there's a contraction. I'm not talking about that kind of contraction, you know. But, but, but mind will create a contraction. And you usually only notice it when the ease comes in of observing or of... Oh, bigger picture here, you know, what's really going on here, you know? Right. Follow that ease and tr let it 
be there from when you wake up in the morning till you go to bed at night. That expansion, that relaxed zone. Because then you're not controlling. You're not... The ego isn't up driving the, the whole story, you know? Okay. So just tune, tune into that and stay yes. there as much as... Yeah, there's a, f- <clears throat> there's a few things that would be important to get really clean and clear now. Because mm-hmm. we can high jump you, but actually this, this, it's better to get a proper foundation here in terms of really knowing the difference between a, a pull and, a, and mind using the idea of a pull. The, the pull of a, a mm-hmm. desire and the, the pull of consciousness that really has no conceptual framework that give birth to it. <clears throat> to know the difference between that. To, to, to be true to yourself in your relationship. To unfold and face the consequences of whatever happened there. If there are consequences or not, you might be pleasantly surprised. It might actually work another way. But something has to get less tight there from your side. Okay. Yeah, you know that's useful. Okay. Yeah, because because in your home, if 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 there's a contraction in your home, um, how how where do we where do we go to to go into that relief that you know is when mind isn't at play that relief that comes, you see. Yeah. <coughs> so that around your relationship, with the third thing is to follow being the expansion, the relaxed, the handing it over. Constantly, constantly, constantly handing it over. If that's the trick that you that we play on mind in order for it to like just let go of its pull to control and manage everything, then great. If those three things are done, okay, okay, then then you're onto a clean slate. What was the first thing again? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sure. The pull yes. when pull is is From not motivated by consciousness, yeah. by, by by a conscious thought. By concepts, yeah. When it's just a natural movement from the natural state, okay. to really get that clean and clear, so you know exactly. And one hundred percent follow that. Let let it take over, okay. because that's what's doing anything anyway, doing everything anyway. And then mind comes in and diverts and imagines it does better. And whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If they're done, you'll find that the pull to the story won't be as magnetic. Mm-hmm. It, it will just lose its potency because there's something in there that needs doing and we, we might have found it all, I don't know, but it feels like, uh, get these ones done really cleanly, really thoroughly and let's see okay. if there's less of a pull into, into story. Okay. I bet you there will be less of a pull. Okay, I'll um, work on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do take those back. steps. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah. haunting me ever since we did the long retreat mm-hmm. and I asked about it then and, and I guess I wasn't happy with the answer it's been chewing on you know with me ever since as to you know what is personalness um, or what did it mean to me at the time 
And, and if I'm hearing you correctly, that all the qualities of personalness arise without the attachment to them. Yes. Yeah. So there can be love and intimacy and compassion and all of that arise. And the, the, the habitual tendency is to as ascribe that to a, to a person. Yes. And what you're saying now is those things just arise. Yes. And we can see beyond the attachment to the person, or at least that's that's how you experience it. Um, beyond attachment, an attachment still allows somebody to be there who is right. not attached. Yeah. So um, I, I, I couldn't okay. completely agree with what you're saying. Okay. It's like, okay, that's one layer of it, but keep right. going, because right. the one who is now being non-attached in right. a relationship, no, no, without that's a person, the problem. Yeah, no person there being no, just no individual simply those qualities appearing in space, if you will. But like any quality, like speech, like anything, why are they segregated at all? Isn't it just life? Well, I think I've separated them, you know, into that category of personalness. That's, okay. that's what I've been, ah. was struggling with and saying, this is personal and this is not. Ah. Okay. And uh, I'm beginning to see to understand a difference there, yes. yeah, yes. they're just arising. They're just arising. Just yeah, yeah. They're they're all the same, yeah. really. An equanimity. When right. the labeling stops, can you imagine how would you know what was personal and what was not personal? Then it's dependent on labeling, huh? Right. The categorization that has formulated in your head. Yeah. 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 So in in that context, though, I was also just curious, as much as anything, in your own life how personalness has shown up. You mentioned specifically that you have friends that you've sort of re, mm. reacquainted yourself with. Mm. And when, as, I, as I heard that, as I responded to that, it felt like there would be a personalness with friends. There would be a certain familiarity in personalness. Um, um, it's like the character or the personality it does friendship. Okay, and with old friends, it's 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 a, a reacquaintance with that friendship. I'm just curious uh, how that it's works. It's kind of yeah. It's it's like it's in the moment. I don't seem to, I don't seem to kind of. When when one of those when I'm hanging out with one of those friends, for example, yeah. the, the, there's no drawing on the longevity of what the friendship was. Right. I lived with them in university, for yeah. example. I'm thinking one right. woman, and I lived with her in university. So we were great mates, you know. And then, and then, 15 it's years, and I disappeared. And in the moment, you know. And yeah, it's yeah. like it's like yeah. there's there doesn't seem to be an accumulation of longevity. It's just yeah. like this is this is just an interaction that's happening now. Right. You see, but it just so happens that it was somebody from another time. But it doesn't seem to have any. It's no, it's just sure. a, it's just interesting that it was like oh yeah that was. Uh -huh. It's more interesting. That doesn't seem to, it doesn't alter how, how the personality functions. Do you know? The personality has, has the friendship, is doing that. Okay. You see? So that was sort of curiosity level I needed to, yeah, to, sure, to get sure. to. So what I really wanted to ask about is, how do I find the words for this? Seems to be my experience recently that I go through long periods of functioning 
And it's only after the fact that I realize there was no sense of being there. Yes. Uh, and then something gets my attention and I'm very much caught up or there. But I was wondering about that experience. There's, is there, in your experience, an awareness that there's, the Jack is not there or is it just functioning happening? Good question. <clears throat> um, there's an underlying knowing all of the time that never leaves which is absolutely clear that this isn't real. That's there all the time. Okay. That it's just, it's just, um, it's not like a statement that reoccurs, this isn't real or this isn't authentic. It's just a knowing that this is dream material. It's just, that knowing is there all the time. Um, there, there's two explanations for what you're saying. One is that mind is just off someplace and you don't even know where it is. Right. It's off cruising on some story, and yep. it's so far from the observer that yep, yep, it's not yeah, seen at all. I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. And the other one is, uh, yeah, is 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 that it's just it's just the functioning mind, or the thinking mind is not at play at all. But during that functioning mind, there would be a knowing. There would have to be a knowing under underlying it all that this isn't real. Can that knowing take? the form of simple recognition of non-being? <coughs> recognition, but not in moments. It's like it's a continuum. Yeah. It's like a, a baseline. It's not like, oh yeah, you know, it's not an idea. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a continuum. I actually remember, I guess, a retreat we did a couple of years ago, years ago in, yeah. in Asheville, oh, where you asked the question, at some point, you know, where are you? In, in, and and my, the sense was somewhere prior to the Big Bang. Yes. And even that's like too much. Yes, that's naming it. And yes. so that's, that seems to be a thread that, that persists. Very good. Uh, but it doesn't have any other quality. There's no quality saying this is unreal or anything else. It's yes. Just the but that sense. won't have a quality because no. prior to the Big Bang, I mean, gone. Right. All gone. <laughs> <coughs> okay, but but so if if you know if I don't know every word is is, is incorrect, but if there's access to that coming into the Richard character in the movie, right. it, it, you know, then ha then what's the context for the movie? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. That's that's that needs to be figured out. What, 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 how has mind framed this? What understanding does mind, or is it a switch on and switch off? If it's a switch on and switch off, we've got something to shake. Yeah. I, I'd really have to say, I, there's not knowing. Yeah. There's not knowing. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Yeah, there are some satsang speakers who, who are happy to say it's a mystery, and they leave it at that, but that's right. not my style at all. It's like, come on, there's no mystery here. It's just lack yeah. of understanding. You know. And, yeah. and it depends which, which flavor you like, you know? You, you might be all right to, to, to say, well, it's just mystery. The not knowing is what's at play. But, okay. but with me, no, it's like, <laughs> keep going, you know? Right. There's a concept. So with you, the, what I hear is that there's some sort of concept yes. that's yes. believed in. Yes, there is a concept, of course. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
I just have to find that yeah, in myself. Exactly, you have to find that yourself, Richard. Yeah, it's like it's like how much of this appears as real. What's it's a good place to go because because when when attention has gone home, it's swallowed up. Something gets swallowed up. Uh, this is only a reflection. It turns into a reflection because it loses its substance because its insubstantiality becomes evident. You see, it's substantial. I, I, I hear. I hear that. Yeah. Okay. I don't experience that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This this has to become insubstantial. That's your next step. Okay. This becomes insubstantial. So something is giving <clears throat> it substance. Something is giving it some kind of credibility. Mm-hmm. What is that? What's that? Is it labeling? Is it what is it? You know. What's the investment? Yeah. That's my that's my work. That's your work, yeah. Very good. Good. Thanks. Very good. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so I, I need some help. Sure. Um Randy's calling it unglued. That you are unglued? Yeah. Okay. So, I woke up this morning and realized that none of this is real. None of it. (laughs) Great. Yes. And that was fine, and the character's having a hissy fit. Yes. And she's crying, and she's upset because she's like, you know the, did you ever see the movie Blade Runner? No. All right, um, Avatar? Yes. All right, I'm sitting here as the Avatar crying because I'm not real. Yes. Yes. And she'll never get it. So she's sad, and it's okay that she's sad, and she can have her little hissy fit, because <coughs> she's not real, but it's such a shock. Okay. And, and, okay. and I need help, I don't know. She did, okay, that's it. Yes. Shock happens. Yeah. It's it looks so real. Sure. Sure, all of it looks real. That's the gig. It's really amazing that it can look so real. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I kept looking at the bricks going, they're real. They're, they look real. Yes. But perception changes and you can literally put your hands through them. Huh. So there are people here who have access to that and the capacity to just go right through the yes. walls. Yeah, okay. Yes. So her grief is she has had some access to that knowing. And what's that? How does that knowing get into this? Because this seems so far away. It's like nothing. (laughs) It's so far away. It's like nothing. And yet, what's the point? I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a crack in the matrix, huh? It's just a glitch in the program. And what's the glitch? The, the fact that this happens yes. here? Yes, yes. Oh. 
Yes. Huh. So let her do whatever she does. It's like let, let she, the shock is, is 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 natural, and to suppress that or would be crazy, you know. So so the shock passes through, and 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 then there will be relief. Good. Because she's a puppet, but you know. Yeah. Just let her stay grounded, and and so life just moves through her form. She just was tuned into a program as if she had a. You know, a purpose and something to do, and, and it all meant something, or whatever she was running, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like that just got deleted, and it's like okay. a bit disorienting for a bit. Okay. But, but and just let it be disorienting. I mean, she's able, yes. she's like doing stuff. It's really weird. Of course. <laughs> That's the natural functioning. Life, life is moving through that form, as okay. it always did. Mm-hmm. So, what mind will try to do is grab another program to give another purpose and something else, but have no interest in that. Okay, just let it. It's like it's like life moves through that form and does its gig, same as it always did. Mm-hmm. But there isn't the superimposition of ideas on top of it. Right. I it's like she can't. Even, she can't even listen to what you're saying. She's yes. Sitting there going. Yes, that's right. There's no point. There's no point. No. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A, a puppet without a master puppeteer, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So just. <laughs> Just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. There's nothing to be fixed here. All nothing. Right. So the, just let her... The crack is not broken. Yeah. It's not something broken. All right, good. Yeah. Let her go through the shock and let her... Whatever she's going to do to just adjust to being without that program. Yeah, she's she's really, really, really sad. She's like... Yeah. I thought I could get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and there's no way. No, they, they, never it. the twain can meet. There's no way she can get it. There's okay. no way. She's the obstacle, you know. Life isn't the obstacle, but she's the obstacle. Believing that she I can get it. Believing that she could get it. Yes, is the problem. Is okay. the problem. Right. Was the problem. Was. Okay. Yeah. She wants to be told she's okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she can only be okay. No matter what program she's running, she can only be okay. Right, because she's really, really freaking out. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Relax as much as you can. Okay. Just relax on the inside. Yeah, because it's just, it's an idea. Yes, it? it's an idea. It's just another idea. Yeah. It's just another idea. Whatever can happen is just an idea. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's like, right now, I guess, I guess she wants to ask some questions. Right now, <laughs> she can't possibly comprehend communicating with other people in a meaningful way. Yes. And just let her... Does she need any advice about that? No, meaningful will will be gone. Because the meaningful that you're referring to is personal. Okay. 
I. There is no personal. Okay. That's the loss, perceived loss, mm -hmm. but it's only lost by the personal. So right. it's. Yeah, that's what's so strange about yeah. it. Like she's having her little hissy She's fit. having the hissy fit. Yeah. She's grieving herself. I yes. You named it correctly. Does she need to grieve? If you relax, it'll stop. Okay. You know, it's just it's just about <coughs> finding a way for the body-mind to just... To just relax. To just relax. <coughs> yeah. So it's the personal missing itself. Okay, you know? yeah, it it's seems just like that. running another story, right. actually. Okay. But it's, yeah. Okay, so it doesn't okay. even have to do that. No, it doesn't even have to do that. Aha, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, you see? But not to suppress it, huh? It's just like it doesn't have to do that. So and if it comes it up, it comes up and just... Just know, yeah, that's okay. more of that. That's more of that. Right. Yeah, it seems like the personal might grieve the personal. Yes, but then the personal is running. Yeah. So it's just staying in the in the recognition that it's okay, it's just the personal running. That's right. Okay. That's right. Alright. No identification with it. Huh. Alright. And it disappears then. Okay. So you just stay relaxed, the contraction. Energetically. It's like rather than I suppose I'm pointing to having an energetic That helps. Yeah, exactly. Position. Mm -hmm. Just at the moment while that thing fizzes out. Okay. You see? Just let it fizzle. Yeah, let it fizzle. Just stay relaxed because okay. it needs a contraction. For you to go into, I'm having a hissy fit. Got but it. about me. Then there will be a contraction. All right. So we can stay away from story by talking energetically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No contraction. Okay. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. <laughs> what to do? Yeah, nothing. No, okay. nothing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, Sherry, and then we'll go across here. Okay. We'll <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I just wanted to share with you a dream that I had last night, and um, I just it was just so vivid that I thought it was kind of um, some, some, a reflection of something. But um, I, I was in an unfamiliar house, and I was going to the door, and when I opened the door, a fox grabbed my hand, real, and I could see the teeth really clamping into my hand, but there was no pain. And I just, in, in the dream, I took the fox's mouth, I opened it up, took my hand out, and the fox ran in the house, and there was a big hole in, in one of the walls, and the fox ran through the, the hole. It's just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what to make, I, I don't know, it just was very vivid. So, um, I just, I was just surprised that, I, I guess that I just, I didn't, just kind of surprised me, mm. you know. And and I don't. I guess as I was just sitting with it, I, I sort of had a sense that the fox was like the mind. Mm. 
okay. and it was clamping. And but but what was interesting is that it, I could see the teeth, but it wasn't hurting. No suffering. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't hurting. Mm -hmm. And so and somehow just I, you know, and they just like in the moment I picked. It, there was no terror, no fear. And and it, and it ran through the house. I was just like, and then found a hole like that, mm -hmm. and and it, and it went. And I don't know where it went. And I said the only thing I, I remember just in the in the dream thinking, I wonder where it is now. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt. It just felt like it reflected a shift of something, but I, yes. mean, I don't want to go into too much mind. But yes. it was just felt important. It okay. felt it was it felt okay. So if the fox was mind, then then it would look like the fox was the personal. Do you know uh -huh. the all about me story? Uh -huh. But the woman that the fox was grabbing, she's a creation of mine too, no? Uh huh. Uh huh. It would yeah. Yeah. It's just mind managing mind, mind pulling off a denser aspect of mind. Okay, okay. It's all mind. Uh-huh, okay. All of it is thought. All of it is conceptually based. All yeah. of it. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, so the next layer then, you know, mm -hmm. of mind. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yes. Then, then the content of... Yes. So the suffering capacity, it, it didn't touch you. Mm -hmm. It was there, but there was no suffering. Okay, mm -hmm. so identification is needed for there to be suffering. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so it was like okay, so that part is gone. Foo, gone. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so then the Sherry character, mm -hmm. seeing that for what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, it was strange in that I didn't feel, there was like, the, the character, it was like I didn't feel the character too much. Okay. You know, so right. it wasn't so much like, you know, like, like, you know, like somehow like a journey into like, okay, now, you know, like kind of killing the beast or anything. It was sure. just, it was just sort of, <coughs> sure. so the Sherry character was there, but yeah. that was it. Yeah. So maybe that's, I, I guess I don't. Okay. And right now? Mm-hmm. Is that the Sherry character, or is there an investment in her? You know, I, I, I would probably, you know, being really honest, as we've talked about, it, it's just subtle now. It's a subtle, because it's not overt. Subtle like, what? Subtle, it's subtle, it, the sense of the subtle investment in that I, I, I see things just passing through, so it's okay. not, so it's not like they're, they're um, clinging on to it, it's just they, like, you know, things just keep passing through. Okay, and the reference point of the one who is noticing that things pass by? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't feel it. Okay. I don't feel a reference point. I just feel like everything just passing by. Okay. And then, but when I do feel it, it's sort of like, it's kind of like a 
flash. And then I go, oh, there it is again. And then it just passes by. Okay. It's like, so let's say um, I feel a, mom a momentary like grab. Okay. And then it, then it's puff gone. Yeah. Puff. And so it just, but I may not feel those like sure. So I feel the like for a second. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not kind of yeah. grabbing me into like a, like a, a believed story. Yeah. I might say, oh, okay. That in the I kind of might have noticed that in the past I might have really hurt my feelings. Okay. <laughs> but it doesn't really, it just passes through. Okay. So, so do I have an investment? I, I have to say I, that I'm sure deep down somewhere there is. There are things that haven't been revealed yet. Um, but I feel like I would notice that that's what they are. Okay. I guess I, I, you know, I don't know what else to say. You know, okay. that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, as sure. far as like, let me ask, let, let that settle. Sure. You know, and sure. Sort of, uh, sort of like I woke up well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just the sharing of a dream. Sure. What? Just the sharing of a dream. Right. It's fine. Right, right. Well, yeah. silence today, a deep silence. I've experienced it before, it's back. And um, there's about four or five things happening. Uh, first thing was the last thing that started happening, which is, you said with conviction that people could put their hands through walls. My mind went crazy. <laughs> And then I thought that you should bring them with you. <laughs> it would give great entertainment value, would it? No, I think it would just end the illusion for people just like that. I mean, why go through all this? Just like have someone put their hand through the wall and go, it's the matrix, you know? You wouldn't. You'd say, I want to do that. It was a trick, I, you know? Until I can do it myself, I won't believe it's a matrix. Not That's what me. Not me. If I, if I saw you take your hand and go right through the wall, I would say, "Okay, all right, yeah." It would just, it would just flip my mind to the point where it would have no arguments. So that's just my hope that you do that one day. <laughs> Put me in touch with people that I can see it. Um, um, otherwise, I'll go through the slow process of <laughs> the slow train, the local. Um, I feel like um, almost my whole existence is being invalidated. I'm a professor, I'm a philosopher, I'm a writer. I spent most of my life trying to figure things out. Um, and I also think things get figured out. It seems to be, I hate to use the word what this body-mind is doing, but I'm saying it. What this sure. body-mind is doing is like it figures things out. 
that's what it does. And I know the personal part is because I was told I was stupid as a kid. And uh, that was levied home repeatedly. And um, so I can see where that starts with the personal, but also it's like um, last night I was listening to the DVD. I got, we, we got into about a chapter and a half of the, the Jack DVD before we were so fried we had to go to bed. And um, there was a part where you were talking about consciousness. And I had been heavily invested in this. This is, um, there's a lot of connections to what you do and the way I've looked at the world previously. And um, I wrote a proposal for a sabbatical about the distinction between consciousness of consciousness, and that's not self-consciousness. Yes. That there's consciousness of consciousness, and everybody <clears throat> says that's self-consciousness. And I started to dispute that. I don't know why this was going through me. But it, I, I don't want to go too far off into this, but it seems to be important. Um, that I've, since Providence, when you spoke in Providence, what's been happening is that I've been searching for the personal that's not the overt I or me. This has been the theme that's been going back in my conversations with you, that there's something more subtle happening where I'm hooked. And I think it has to do with there's like, like if a thought goes by, the sky is blue, the thought goes by, the sky is blue, it doesn't necessarily reflect back. But when a thought goes, I was talking about taking resonance yesterday, you know, you were really exhausted, so I just mentioned to you briefly, and you said you're half right, you were talking about things. Mm -hmm. And what I had said, so other people can hear this, is that I felt like um, a thought comes through the head and it takes resonance. It's made into my thought, without it pointing to a me. But there is this process, this structural process that happens that doesn't have to point to a me. And that's what keeps me in the matrix, that this structural process enacts itself. So a thought comes down. Um, and what I didn't have when I was talking to you is that it reflects. And it reflects into the body. It reflects into the past, into memory, and into the future, into expectation, but it reflects into the body. And I was showing my students this, and I went on, on you know, there's a, like a, a piano, an online piano. You can hit a chord, and it's like a chord six. And it's like a thought hits and there's like a chord hit and that's like me. It, it takes resonance in the body. And so to me it's like this whole process of self-reflexivity reflecting back on me is what I'm grappling with at some deep level. Even if it doesn't produce the end result of the eye, the eye's getting produced and I don't see it. Now this morning it means nothing to me. Everything I'm saying to you means nothing to me. This all sounds like intellectual jibber-jabber. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like fun, a, it, it is, but there's like this quiet that doesn't need this. Yes. It doesn't need any of this. Yes. And it's just like, oh, that again. <clears throat> or you're following this philosophical thread or that in order to understand. And I try to put it together because uh, it seems that's what happens here. That that this is what this person does. This person thinks up thoughts and makes connections that are, you know, wild and crazy sometimes and helpful to other people at other times and helpful to me. And it seems it's like it's really important to me. Like the thing that I like about what you do is that you do that too. You have this cosmology that, that appears about being out of the matrix. 
And that seems to, it, it, for me at least, it seems to satisfy the mind's yearning to constantly figure things out. It, it's like, okay, I'll take you to this point, now will you quiet down so that I can do the real work? And so that's what it seems to do. And I don't know, I'm very confused this morning about um, following it through anymore. Like, if I don't have that to do, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to retire as a professor soon. <laughs> I am. It's, uh, it's difficult to teach now. Um, I say that to my students all the time. It's like I, I think I'm undermining the whole project of what's going on in the university. I don't think that this is, you know, if they really knew what I was doing, I don't think they'd be really happy. But that's irrelevant. I, to me, what's relevant is that, well, I'll leave here and I'll go back into my life and then this process will start up and there's value. When, uh, um, I guess the question is whether these thoughts are personal or not. And if, you know, like something will happen and I go, oh, like you said yesterday, you know, like I had never heard this before. I know Bentinho is talking about this too. I, I've been told that Bentinho is talking about this, that there's this, that consciousness is what identifies, and consciousness is, you know, impersonal consciousness is creating, you know, the space and the time, the solidity. And then the personal is creating the thoughts in the me. So, like, that, that levels of consciousness was really, really, ah, I finally have an answer. I can stop thinking about that. That resonates with me. In other words, I had already... What, what I mean by resonates with me is I'd already thought this. Yes. But I, you know, then it comes back from another person yes. differently. And you go, yeah. Yes. You remember, like, you yes. know, even a thought that might have happened <laughs> subtly unconsciously. You, know, you weren't even conscious of it, but you thought this already. So then the value of thought is, it seems to me that there is a value of, to thought. And that, ah, you know, that moment where there's a release uh, it's like there's the burning release, you know, it's released. I don't have to think that. I don't have to be in jail to follow that one out any further. And yet, in this quiet this morning, it doesn't matter. There's this, like, death. There's a death here. You're smiling. Yes. <laughs> I'll add one more element. Maybe I'll, then I can ask a response, okay? Because I'd really like to know what you think about this. Um, um, I saw Panache Desai and I woke up with a vision at around 6, it was 6.15 a.m. I'll never forget that. I was asleep, but I was not asleep. And the dream I had, which is the closest I can say to what you were talking about yesterday. And um, my mind's already at me saying, oh, well, she's just going to say it's phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's doing that. Okay. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I should pet it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hugs and kisses, because you know, it needs that. Yeah, yeah. It needs that. 
But um, the dream was that uh, uh, it was more like a vision, I think. Like I, there was a, a, a screen and my whole life was on the screen. Mm. And that's, I knew, like intuitively, that's where I lived most of my life. And then in the audience was the witness. And the witness was watching everything. And the witness was in touch with this. There was like, uh, it, it went through two phases. The first phase was that everything was being projected onto the screen. And I could see, I was behind the projector, like out of the dream, out of the whole thing. And it was being projected. And the witness was watching and advising through words uh, the person on the screen. But the witnesses also turned towards this larger force, um, which was a, like a larger witness, if you will. I have no words for this one. I, you know, this was just like, whoa. And I could see everything coming out of it, like the whole matrix was coming out of this. Mm. And the witness was in touch with this, but it was silent. There was a communication going on. It was as if there was a learning of life going on between these two and those two. And that that part didn't know this part yet. And I was kind of, I, I was nowhere, but I was more like behind the whole thing watching. It was mm -hmm. almost like the cosmology was playing. I was like at the point of birth. Mm -hmm. The next moment, it was over here, and I was witnessing it. There was already division between me and it. Mm -hmm. So in the first moment, there was no division, but mm -hmm. I wasn't it, if that yes. makes any sense. Yes. And I have no idea what that was, but my conviction was I was awake for a moment. Yes. Um, and it seems to be, the reason I bring this up is it seems to be what's going on since I saw you the other day. Like a lot of my work with Scott Killaby seems to be preparing me for what's going on in the last three days with you. And um, I have no idea what's going on anymore. That's kind of like the way I'll end this. Is I'm very, I've given about four or five different pieces together. I just wonder what your response was to this. <laughs> the, the other thing is, it's, this is, if, if, is there as I was listening, um, on the way up here uh, yesterday to a satsang I, with this guy who was speaking with you who was laughing for 15 minutes. Do you know which satsang I'm talking about? Oh, he comes all the time and he just laughs every time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was, an, it, it's, what I got, I had never heard anything except for this one particular satsang. Mm. And I was listening to his voice, and after a while, it was like a hammer. Ha 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 ha. Yes. Yeah, it was. Like, and then you were laughing, and, and, and then he would speak, and then you would speak, and then he would laugh again. And it was almost like he was seeing the whole thing for the first time, like really seeing yeah, it. Yeah, from outside. Yeah, yeah from outside. Yeah. And he was just loving it, and then he would go in again. Yes. And then he'd come back out again yes. and go in. Yes. And I, I have no idea if that's what's happening to me, but it's, it's not so amusing. <laughs> That's the program wishing for his. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and while you're at it, could you order up some eggs and bacon? Yeah. You know? His his uh, body or whatever energetic makeup, whatever we want to call the form, huh? It, it can't sustain it. 
so it shakes like crazy. When he's out, it shakes, so it comes out as laughter because he, he, he can't yet take the vibration and stay steady in it. That's why the laughing happens. I'm shaking too right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Which is unusual for me. But the vibe's been upped over sure. since last January. It's been, uh, yeah. I call transmission. Sure. I don't know if that word makes sense in the words you're around different people are clear and there's a certain. Sure, we're sponge like, you know? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So could you tell me what you think about um, what I just said? <laughs> I, feel, I don't know what, the, I, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that place that knows none of this matters, that has most potency for you right now, to hang out there as much as you can. Okay. From there, you know that the, you know, the character does his following a thread and, and understanding comes and there's a release. It's like sex, really, do you know? There's a build-up to something and there's a release. Or it's like an addiction or having a drink. or it, it's, the same, it's the same type of experience. It just so happens that it's an intellectual premise. Do you see? It's, I do see it. Yeah, it's the same passion. I, I know this too already. Yeah it, yeah. yeah, it can be anything. It just happens to be an intellectual argument you follow just for like something figuring it, and, uh, it's really for the the contraction relaxing the contraction the relaxing this this is how duality does it you know so so the character wants to ask you <laughs> I feel strange saying it that way um, I don't know how else to say it it seems unnatural to me it seems like I've learned Advaita and now I'm speaking Advaita that makes me nervous um, so I'll say I'd like to ask you, uh, which that makes me feel even more nervous. <laughs> I have no words anymore. It's like, okay, take everything. Um, and yet philosophy, so before what you said, I, I, I knew that this silence this morning is fine. Yes. It needs nothing. Yes. Um, it was almost difficult to speak this morning because I was hanging out with people that I really like and I was staying at Connie's house and it was real difficult to speak. I was just luxuriating in the silence. And then I said, well, it might be nice to learn how to speak and, and also be silent, so try. Great. Yeah, yeah, to test that. Um, but um, Anyone who watches that DVD or anyone who listens to you speak during the day realizes that you are, I wouldn't use the word philosophizing, that's not the word I would use um, because I think it would diminish the power of what's happening here, but you are very intellectual, you are, you know what I mean, you, you, you apply it at that direction. Is it that you're saying that whatever force has been working through me will just work differently um, if that's what it's to do that if the intellectual is in other words the, the thinking happens the thinking will happen but it won't be for uh, release for that purpose that personal release the the, the sex shows sexual psycho release that you're talking mm -hmm. about yes we can say this <clears throat> um, or, or let, let it 
die. Yeah, it, 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 it will fade in its potency. It, it fades because the release that comes is just, well, that's a release before the next contraction. You know it's not leading somewhere. Whereas when you're invested in it and identification is there with the one who is figuring it out, it's, it's all important, you know. There's a tenacity about it and the release is great. Yeah. It's like that buzz, that you've got to surrender that buzz. Right. That buzz is dangerous. Yeah, Scott point. said that to me as well. Scott said to me, um, try, not, uh, try to let go of whatever recognition you have. Yeah. And you said to someone, which was, which was one of my favorite things you've ever said to anyone, this would make sense now that I'm speaking about it, was that there was a woman speaking to you and, and, and she, you were telling her, try to be wrong. And she said, okay, I'll try to be wrong, even though I know I'm in an argument. She said, try, you said to her, try to be wrong. She said, yeah, okay, next time in an argument, I'll, I'll try to be wrong, even though I'm right. And you went, no, 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 you're missing the point. That the ego, um, it gets its, its, its juice out of being right. Yes. And it, then it's like really happy, uh, like this is also your, your house by the sea. It's really happy for a little while. Yes. And then there's a point, whether it's a day or a week or a month later, where it needs to do this again. Yes. And you're saying the same thing about this, this intellectual function, yes. right? It gets its high. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So try to be stupid. Well, you see, the high is empty. If you can see that none of it matters, not really at none this of it level, matters. Not at this level, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, so let's see how that infiltrates into the matrix. If it really doesn't matter, then the buzz is, is actually empty. It's just a kick for a minute, but it's empty. Let it be not good enough. Okay. So then the figuring out, yeah, yeah, that's just a thing that mind does, and you play with stuff, and an understanding will come, and it's kind of a so what. So, this seems like a non sequitur, but the statement being made, which I agree with wholeheartedly, sex is healthy. Um, it's not about the orgasm. Or is it, we're talking about the, the, I don't know, I'm confused. Are we talking about the distinction between the, the hit on the buzz and the personal investment in the, in, in, the, in the hit and the buzz? The personal investment must be there for the buzz to be really enjoyed in the way you're used to enjoying it. Right. So I'm instead of saying, don't get personal about it, I'm saying, if you are not sucking the juice out of, out of the release of, of, of figuring out something. If you're not in there buzzing on it, there is no personal. And if there is a buzzing on it, then back up and watch the buzzing on it. Yeah, because it matters. If there's it a matters. buzz, then it matters. If, all right, They're so then, together. I like that a lot. There goes my head again. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like the word matters. Ma matter matters. Okay. If matter matters, you're, you're watch out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Watch out. Just watch out if it matters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it has to matter to a me. I feel like I want to not understand you. Isn't it really interesting? I feel like I. Yes. Does this make sense? I feel yes, like of I course. don't want to understand. Yeah. No, as a, as a really healthy activity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so sure. much, Jack. Sure. The lady at the back. Oh, Dean, I'm sorry. Okay. Can we just go Dean first? He was next. Yeah, sorry. <coughs> Good morning. Morning. 
talked about labeling just I, I find that sometimes labeling is just inevitable okay um, what would you say to that depends on on where you're talking about what kind of labeling is happening every kind of labeling i mean i can i mean one can label that you know these are good shoes there's nothing wrong in saying that right uh -huh. but then there are other labels um, you can even say these shoes are not good which is still an innocent labeling okay but then i guess there are some <clears throat> labels which is probably a personal charge um <clears throat> and i find that it does happen me sometimes I do label things like if I hear someone say something is garbage or you know, why is it taking so long to say this um, that's so okay so that commentary is one type of labeling yes <clears throat> when I was talking about labeling it was the actual mechanism of mind which sees difference it's like a bit further back. It's the mechanism itself, not the subject of what is labelled. It breaks into different subjects. You, you, see, you see, it's like it's something that splinters, you know? It's, it's, an, it's a, it's a fan-shaped thing, whereas the end of it is like we can talk about shoes or, or a commentary or a judgment-based thing or a preference-based thing. There's all these, yes. these different ways that it manifests come right back to where that starts, that function of mind, which labels. Mm -hmm. This stops. The functioning mind, the, the, the non-thinking mind, the part that's not, not doing all the thinking, the functioning mind seems to know enough in order to operate. It doesn't need to say, oh, there's the glass of water. It will pick up the glass of water and drink it when it yes, needs it. Yes. Okay? So if you imagine that the long haul is going to where... Uh, what you are doesn't in any way move, take any action which is derived from a concept. Now that's the long haul. The intermediate one is that the labeling function has to be seen through to be mm -hmm. not needed at all and only a foundation stone in order to bring in judgment, preference, desire, commentary. Okay. So if the thinking mind starts labeling, then the idea is to, or then the method is to go back to that thinking mind as to why it is labeling or that labeling is happening. Seeing it is enough to stop the charge. Yeah. It maintains separation. So tell me if this is a, a cop-out, if I said um, <clears throat> consciousness is labeling. Yes, it is, ultimately. Yes, but the, the reason I say it's a cop-out is, okay, so consciousness is labeling, so let it label whatever he wants to label, but then you don't want to witness this, because at some deeper level you know that some labeling is just not right. Yes. You know, it's uncomfortable to label. Yes. It's not a good feeling. Yes. 
If you're asking if something is a cop-out, then it is a cop-out. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Because if it's known that consciousness is doing the labelling, then there is no... If, if that is known, then there's no problem. It can't if be If it is truly known... It's truly it's known. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. So, so to grab that as a concept, well, we're just adding another concept now in order for the ego to get away with whatever it's doing. You see? Yes, yes. So we've got to deal with what's, yeah. what's real and not. Yeah, and if, if that occurs, if that does occur, then one has to be vigilant, kind of, to, to see the process and then step out of it, in a sense. Yeah. So that you don't, you don't use this mechanism to justify what is happening. Yes, you can't justify it. Justifying yes. it is going deeper into it. It's deeper just another label it. on top of a label. So, so if there's an uncomfortableness at certain labels, great. Right. Let the next more subtle layer get uncomfortable. And the next one, until labeling itself is just distasteful. Yeah. All labeling. The function, labeling of the functioning mind, it doesn't feel like labeling. It doesn't have a density in it. It's just function. Yes, yes. Whereas labeling always needs, needs yourself as a reference point. As long as separation is running, it will do this. You can't short circuit this one. <laughs> mind will try, you know. Yeah, mind does try. It's, yeah. Of course it will. Of course it yeah. will. Of course it will. I have another <clears throat> question, if I may. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this body mind is a very impatient body mind, mm. and um, I don't know what to do about. Has it always been like that, or is there any... Can you put it down to something? Can you blow it up that way? Has it always been like that? Um, more or less, yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, is it... Is it mm, yeah. Is it, is it desire-based? Is it an impatience that, like, the next thing will satisfy, the next thing? Is no, no, not that way. Okay, what way? No, so I'm not looking... Um, <coughs> it's... And in a way, it kind of related to labeling, you know. I don't like people talking crap. Um, and it's... Jesus, what's not crap, Dean? Yeah. Like, what's not <laughs> Like, really? Can any word be said which is not somewhere along the line crap? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Depends on where you're looking. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> that's not the only thing. I, you know, I am also impatient in in other things. I mean, this is one example I mm. gave you. Sure. Um, but just generally, this this body mind is is impatient. I I have learned to be less impatient, like to be present in the moment when I am impatient, and it has it has helped quite a bit. Yes. But um, there are still strong residues. Mm. Have you ever actively cultivated patience? 
How does one do that? <laughs> Patiently. <laughs> it's like it's like almost calling in a, a new wiring, mm. calling in the balance of what's been tilted too much to one side that you know it's not serving you now. It's like it's an energetic balance, no? It's like the flip side of the dualistic coin. Um, so it's like calling it in and saying, okay, and in the morning it's like, okay, today, patience. Uh, it's like I'm going to line up this form with the frequency of patience. That's what you're doing. It's like lining it up with a different frequency. And if you do it consciously, it, it, it happens. But if you place attention on, will expand. That's very helpful. Thank you. Sure, sure. <clears throat> the lady in the back, and then, okay. After this lady, yeah. It's the first time I've met you, <clears throat> so thank you. It's uh, nice to be here. Well, thank you for taking the time to come. Um, I just need to do something. So I think my question has to do with practice, or um, I'm not sure. It's similar to what a gentleman said a few people ago, um, for the most part, I don't have any complaints. I feel like life's good, things are peaceful. I'm very committed to the practice that I'm aware of or know of. Um, a lot of my previous training is Buddhism and some Red One work. Um, so I know how to do inquiry and I practice awareness. But something tells me, like this other gentleman said, I know there's more. Yes. And I don't know what it is. And I really don't know if the personality, I, I, I don't know if the personality's conditioned to be peaceful. Okay. <clears throat> and that that might be the part slash ego personality that's peaceful. Mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're questioning it, then it is a personality trait. There's no, there's no, there's a certainty about the peace that, that is beyond phenomenal peace. There's just a certainty about it. It's not a conceptual peace. Or, it's not a state of being at peace. It okay. doesn't matter if there's agitation or not going on because it's, it's not a distraction. There can be agitation or a total monkey mind going nuts or guilt can be swallowing you up, but you know you're fine. I mean, you know that it's absolutely fine. Um, okay. I, I don't know what... I don't know how to do it then. 
I don't know what to do. Okay. Well, first of all, you're very lucky to have a peaceful part. Part. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, just going I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that's you know that gets rid of a lot of suffering already. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So so when you do self inquiry, what happens? I need those pointers that goes beyond. What what happens? trying to think the last one um, I would say it probably a vulnerability might have to do with money being alone and um, feeling like I'm responsible for everything um, it would be money and then the one before that um, I was alone I was visiting my son and um, he went off on a fire uh, I, he's in forestry in, in the west, and where he lives is a compound out in Idaho where there's nothing, completely nothing. So when he left, there's no phone, there's no TV, there's nothing. So I was alone, completely alone, and I wasn't in an environment that I related to. So I got fear, and it was more fear than I'd ever gotten before. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a history of abuse, so it's not linked yeah. to something familiar that goes back and back and back. Uh -huh. It was like new fear. Okay. And I could tell that <clears throat> some part of me didn't go all the way into it. It went, Okay. took me out. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I did with inquiry. The other thing... So I'm just going to yeah. jump in there. Yeah. So with... with so you use self-inquiry when something phenomenal happens? Yeah, that was a phenomenal experience. Ah. Because other glimmers I've gotten, or whatever you said is previews, okay. were more blissy. They okay. were more blissful, big consciousness glimmers. Okay. Where I didn't want them to end glimmers, yeah, or whatever okay. they are. This one was the only one that had to do with going the other way. Okay. There's, there's, there's inquiry and there's self-inquiry. So inquiring into, well, what's this, what's going on, that's fine. That's in the matrix. Self-inquiry is, 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 well, who am I? It's like, it's like pointing the mind to outside of all of it, even outside of the blissful consciousness crack. When there's something, you know, unusual or something that's grabbed you in the world, self-inquiry won't work. Inquiring into what it is, sure, it has its use to understand it and be with whatever's happening, sure. But that's a gazillion miles away from self-inquiry because, because you have to go to the impersonal and there's a few steps to go before mind will actually just drop all of this and be prepared to go to its limit. You see? Having <clears throat> never had the experience, not quite, but I hear the words. Yeah. So self-inquiry is when everything is peaceful and calm. That's when it's most potent. Everything is all right. And you're saying, well, like, okay, who's, who's sitting here? Who is this? And you go try and find yourself. That's one way to do it. And what do you find? Space. I don't know. Nothing. Space is something. Is there space? So we throw out space, 
guess I could say energy. I'm getting a little, I can feel molecules moving or something. Okay, and so we throw out the energetic layer deeper than that, outside of that, prior to that. Something just said I should close my eyes. As you like. Well, I don't know. That's what I don't know if I can trust. That's a part. <clears throat> Some part of me says I don't need to close my eyes. Okay, so we can throw out that dialogue of right and wrong and should and shouldn't and need, don't need. Chuck it out. Those layers don't matter now. likes it. Throw that out. Some perception. Is something perceived or is it just perception? Both. So chuck out something that's being perceived. We still have something perceiving something. We've got two there. Throw out that. You're a distraction. I some. You're alluring, but you're a distraction. Sure, close your eyes or look someplace else or whatever. Do what you need to do, huh? <clears throat> it's kind of hard to offend this form. <laughs> it's a relief. something absent? Mm -mm. <clears throat> Spend as much time as you can there. Thank you. And it will unhinge identification. It will unhinge. It just dissolves the glue that holds the me story together. can't stretch to that non-conceptual zone and swing all the way back into identification. It can't. Its bandwidth isn't wide enough.
and in your own time figure out, well, you know, there's, 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 there's nothing. So then how does this place make sense? And see if some clarity comes. Ask for clarity to explain how, 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 how is this appearing? How, what is this? You'll have to find out which one has more substance. Which one is the core and which one is the periphery? Which one is the illusion? Which one is real? Because they kind of cancel each other a little bit, you know? Until you see which one has more substance. I can already tell. Mm -hmm. completely let this thought go, it would be a happy thing to let go, but something says I need a thread to the other. I can't totally throw it out. To the nothingness or to the world? To the world. <laughs> really, you can't throw it out? No. Really? Well, something says you have to stack the wood or buy the wood or fix the door or drive the car. So you need the ego for that? No, you don't. No. Uh -uh. It just manifests. Uh-uh. Yes. So it's always done. Yes. It's true. It has always done. It's it. always done. It. And then the mind says, I'm making this happen. The ego says, without me, the, there'd be no gas in the car. <laughs> Try to use your your book here as just to, to set up a dialogue. Sure. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Um, as of yesterday, even today, you know, <clears throat> um, why I'm here or what I need to ask. So, like I said, I'll try to use this as the dialogue. This cover. Um. I think I woke up between the ages of seven and ten. And, um, but I'll try to get back to the dialogue, and that would be that. Understanding the mind and its capacity and um, can we switch the mind, can we fool the mind, or can we put it in a place that we wanna, want it to stay all the time? Or is it there already, you know? So I, I looked at the cover and the eagle on the book and, and the flight, so I'll, I'll tell a story here. I guess it is a story, but within that, I think there might be uh, some questions or something that you might be able to help me with, yeah. 
so I um, was introduced to the Celtic Silver branch, you see, and that's a branch with many bells on it, you know, and it's used by the Celts in my heritage for many, many years. And it's a beautiful story, and it's very sensitive. And um, I was working with the branch this particular weekend with others. Knowing I wanted to leave the conscious mind and get into the unconscious mind, you know, purposely. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm comfortable in the unconscious mind. Whether that's healthy or not, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But it is comfortable. I didn't always need to branch to get there. Now I know I don't need the branch to get there. You know? Okay. So this one day, um, we were using the branch, and one of us stayed behind with one of the branches with the bells as we were using um, props of animals. And the eagle was one that um, I was using props. It was a Eagle's fluff that I wore across my forehead to close my vision down, and also a branch of a wild turkey because we cannot use the eagle's wing. We cannot kill an eagle. Or sure. So. <clears throat> so I didn't know how it was going to come. I wanted to. To come, and I didn't know what was going to come, but I knew something was. Mm. Yeah. So as the wind came up behind me, I started to fly. And flying all around the lake around the trees and I felt like physically I was actually flying and then thought different thought came up like I didn't ask permission from the eagle to let me fly you know and he came beside me in the non-physical form, but I knew he was beside me. Yeah. And he just allowed me to fly with him, you know? Mm -hmm. And this was real. Mm -hmm. For me, it was real. And the unconscious mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And then guilt came up. And then... I think the... Um, one that stayed behind with the bell noticed something, and we used a, a two-tone different to change the tone to come back. So I heard the first tone, I heard the second tone, and I think the tone changed because somebody was aware that something was happening with me, and 
So I felt like I had to come back. Mm -hmm. So then I got the last stop was like I didn't ask permission to fly with this eagle. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, and then I came back and I've been crying ever since, but not uncontrolled or anything like that, but in um, compassion with others and all beings, you know? Yes. So my purpose of being now has changed and shifted again. Um, and um, I thought to question you, where your knowledge comes from, you know. I purposely don't try to um, own or, or to um, Attach or to claim to a, a belief or, or what somebody's saying because nobody taught me anything, you know? Nobody taught me anything. So now that uh, I've been um, studying for 10 years in different um, mind and spiritual work, you know? Um, I feel. Um, I'll end that thought. So, you mentioned about the wall, the hand going through the wall, that there, and then this kind gentleman came up here and talked about that, if you could do that, you know? So, maybe a question would be that, if others join this unconscious mind together, that the conscious mind and individuals are planning to enter the unconscious mind together mm -hmm. and there's a dialogue set up to all reach that unconsciousness together in a group or a mm -hmm. thing. Why couldn't a hand go through a wall then? Mm -hmm. Sure. So then how can somebody say that it can't go through the wall if I think that I know it can? Yes. <clears throat> Everything is possible. Everything is possible. The perception is different, huh? And you've got to work with where your perception is. Only your own perception is the only thing of use to you. It's your own perception. That's what you work with. So if there are no limits, great. And where there are limits, well, we shake them a bit. Until the whole thing is done and outside of all of it is it more, there's more of a pull to outside of all of it. Excuse me? Like, like managing the mind or doing things with the mind. It's really, it's really about not being interested in what the mind says. 
as long as we're interested in what the mind thinks, we, we believe it. And this is what gives rise to everything, believing the thoughts. So there's, there's, there are different layers, do you know? So, so if, if I'm, if I'm <coughs> excuse me, only because of my train of thought. So, but if I'm planning on most of the time, the majority of the time, it's not controlled, it's just, it's present. But if we want to, or if we're in a spot that we know we need to enter the unconscious mind because we're too present, or I feel I'm too present, I catch myself. What's, 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 what happens when you're too present? What's that like? How can you be too present? Too present is falseness. What's, what? I don't understand too present. What, what does that look uh, like? Too, too present in this body, in this being, too present in, in, in what we're trying to escape from. Okay, okay. Okay, so if I'm too present and I catch myself being too present, then I allow myself to go into the unconscious. And then things unfold in the unconscious. But you don't know that, you don't know or you do know, excuse me, let me get this right. The mind, un the, the being of person unfolds in the unconsciousness that there is no story anymore because you're in the unconscious now. Okay, but with this work, the one who's in the unconscious is the story. That's the story. The one who is conscious or too present, too conscious, or the one who's in the unconscious, the one, that individual who's running around the place, that's the story. Every other story arrives out of that. It's not about shifting the place of the one, it's like checking out to see how come you believe that that one is you. That's what this is really pointing towards. And when we go through all the layers, because people access it in different ways, but we're all coming back to the same thing. The you that's there is just an idea. And when that breaks up a bit, Somehow, what's natural is outside of all of this conscious, unconscious manifestation, all of it. But if you're in the unconscious, how does the conscious mind know that you're in the unconscious? None of that matters. Something, consciousness, the widest context of consciousness, of which conscious and unconscious would be part of it, the widest, the capacity to be conscious. The particulars aren't that significant, really. <clears throat> the widest aspect of consciousness encompasses all of it. And so the part that's moving between one, one aspect and the other part of consciousness, conscious and unconscious, that part, the thing that's moving in and out is just perception. 
It's just a perception. It's not you. But if you're in the unconscious and you're lost and you don't know that you've left the consciousness, then why not stay in the unconsciousness permanently? That's the you that, that, that is the illusion. That is the story. The you that's moving from one to the other. That's what I'm after. Consciousness knows th that there's a part of it imagining that it's in the unconscious or in the conscious and imagining that one is, is, is a better place to hang out than the other. Consciousness itself knows that it's playing as Graham doing this, flittering about. <coughs> but you're not Graham. You're not Graham. Graham's going to continually trying to make things better. That's what, that's what personalities do. Imagining there's something to fix or, or that we'll find peace someplace. The only way to find it is to see that actually what you thought was you was not you. It's not you. You're not Graham. almost sounds like you're asking or you're saying to regress or to go back. If going forward In is... This is yeah. If, if going forward happened, yes, then we go back. If going forward is what made you think you were Graham and have these experiences, then I'm saying yes, regress. Then there's nothing, there really is nothing to fix, you know? I understand that. Mm. Yeah, and um, so the presentness of that, in this moment of that thought, nothing to fix yeah it's the knowing of it rather than the idea of it it has to be known otherwise it's just another idea and you know that's we're into techniques then you know One tiny thing about the ego. With that, with, in that journey, if it was not okay for you to fly, the eagle would have yanked you down. If the eagle was flying beside you, there was an acceptance that it was okay for you to fly because the eagle was kind of, okay, I'm aware that this guy's flying and I'm steering him, you know, with you on it. That eagle would have yanked you down if you didn't have permission on some level, if there wasn't a knowing among that eagle vibration that you were going up. Please. Again, please. Yeah. <clears throat> where, where you're hanging on the, the, the idea of the, that you didn't have permission from the eagle, somehow that eagle vibration knew that you were going to go because if you didn't have permission and it was not okay for you to go, not having permission going up is okay if they say, oh, he's going up, but that's okay, right? If it was really you, you broke something, some rule or some, some, did something that wasn't accepted by the, that eagle frequency, what would have happened is that the eagle would have caught you and yanked you down. So at some level it was accepted. It, it was fine for you to go. Yeah. You know, it mm -hmm. was fine for you to go. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about not having had permission to go. 
At some level it was granted. At some level it was. Chances are they probably pulled you up. I don't think it was your intention. I think they yanked you up, actually. So how could you have asked for permission? Thing. Yeah, th that, that which is the eagle kingdom, no? That frequency. Yeah. Okay. Would you mind if I ask you one more question, actually, if you brought that up? Sure. Um, so what dimension do you think the vibrational realm is that I just talked about? And how far away of a dimension is that from the dimension we're living in? Yeah, God, there are so many dimensions. You can slip out of in and out of lots of them, you know? You slip out, the, the, the veil is very thin between the layers for you. You just slip on and out, you know? The veil is very thin. Yeah, between one frequency and another. For you, it is. For others, it's like, no, this is the only thing that's real. The rest of it is just gobbledygook. Do you know? But of course it's not. This is just a dimension. This is just one of the dimensions. There's loads of them. And, and you can slip in and out of them very easily. Some can and some can't. But where is that veil taught if it's not taught? Where, where is it? Where does it come from if I can see the veil and I go on the other side of the veil? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's no, fine. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's truly beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But... but it's like, it's like the, the largest context of what can appear, if I can call that consciousness. The dimensions are within consciousness. They're not outside of it. They're all within consciousness. All the layers, all the dimensions, everything, every realm is within consciousness. It's, it's all the same matrix. You see? But... Um. I see what you're saying. I'm trying to understand if I agree with what you're saying. I don't think that I do. <laughs> yeah. If there's an ability to be conscious of any realm, then consciousness is there. It's connected but to consciousness. consciousness is, is, is taught or no. can be taught. To human beings, yes, if you take it. If, if you take that the human being, human being is the end point, it's a product. It's not the origin of this. It's the end consequence of movements in consciousness. So that would lead me to say that if I have no intention other than being If I'm present in the moment, in, in the body, present, and the body, and the body's mind realizes its presentness, and it uses a switch, okay? Whatever switch that is, there's many switches for all of us, you know? So it uses the switch to get to the unconscious then.
and then I almost feel like I'm finish my train of thought. So if, if the conscious mind and the body realizes its presentness, so it wants to go into the unconscious because it's left it. It's left the unconscious somehow. It, mm -hmm. it, the, the, the ego walked again. Okay, so then you're in the unconscious, so there's no awareness of the, of the consciousness because you're in the unconscious now. For the individual, yes. As consciousness, all of it is in awareness all of the time. The unconscious is known by consciousness itself. It's the individual mind that can only run one program at any time. Mm, more or less. <coughs> it's like micro and macro. Subjective and objective. Perception. If there's no intention for the unconscious mind, then it, it's its own being then, because you're, you're in its own being. There's no consciousness to let the unconscious mind work. The unconsciousness just unfolds by itself now, because you've left your consciousness through a switch. This is from the individual's perspective, but I'm not interested in the individual's perspective. It's like the individual is just a product of consciousness itself. It doesn't have as much power as... as as one would like to think. Let the perception get wider still, huh? Mm. Yeah. Thank you, sure, thank you. Thank you. We'll do one more before lunch. I know it's handed out. Yeah, Veda, just somebody hasn't spoken before. Just to... Mm. <coughs> Earlier this morning, we were talking, conversing with Bobby. I use the word I. I heard or realized as differently as if for the first time. There was nobody here to get anything. Yes. I say it's it for the first time. Okay. And the, of course, the corollary to that comes right after that is that any technique, any plan, any trick, any yes. effort, any manipulation yes. that starts with that false assumption uh -huh. that there is somebody Doomed to failure. Yes, doomed to failure. It works for a while, but it absolutely has to fail. Uh huh. And then a little bit later on, when you're talking with the professor, um, there was don't you just love that? Professor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard. Richard. Hi, <laughs> <Our> professor. <laughs> um, there was a conversation about 
these mental releases. Yes. <clears throat> which yes. have happened before. Yes. And talk about the buzz. Yes. Yeah. What was felt then and was felt now and with some other what we'll call mental releases is an uneasy energy. It's not I'm I'm wondering if it's what you call a buzz, because it's not pleasant. Ah. It's more like a you know, an underground tremor, a mixed up energy. It's not when you're figuring out something. Well when this happens. When like I like oh. I heard. Oh right. You know, he was talking about shaking. Okay. And, and you're talking okay. about, I guess, Dennis, whoever, yeah. you know, yeah. really shakes. Yeah. Um, but you were talking about, if, you know, if you get the buzz from this, then I guess drop it. Okay, I but won't. Mm. It doesn't seem like a buzz for me. Okay, but I think we're talking about two different things. Okay. Because the buzz is when mind is figuring it out. It's when the Richard character is figuring okay. it out. The okay. buzz is from that. Okay. That's not the kind of energetic thing that's happening rocking now. Rocking that's yeah, thing okay. that's happening now. All right. So that's Yeah. Talking about two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this, again there's there's been a lot of conversation between us about owning something. Yes. So <coughs> that's a little bit different. Yes. Because how can I mean, you know, even if it's a momentary realization, yes, there's nobody here who can get anything. Yes. So the good thing about that is, is whenever any idea of technique comes up, it can be, yeah. Oh, that's a technique for somebody yes. who's here who can get something. Yes. So I mean, that's you know. Great. Okay, and and can there be a technique which has no juice? Well, that's what I'm. Yeah. You know, if this energetic whatever is happening is juice. Uh-huh. If it's not owned, it's not juice. If it's not owned. Owned. Yeah. Well, well right. Uh-huh. I just think it. It'll be. It's juicier now if it is juice or whatever. Then let's say in the future, when an idea, a concept of a technique comes up, I don't think that will be yeah juicy. I mean, yeah. I think that can just be oh. very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's stupid, or that's yeah. Oh, there it is again. There it is again. There it is again. Yeah. So let it get real simple. Real simple. Because the technique gives, you know, gives a project and off you go. Yeah, yeah really, really simple. It, it's sort of like either this imagined being yeah. is going to see that it's a technique yes. right away or isn't. Yes, that's right. That's about as simple as... That's right. That's right. That's where it's at. So the next layer then is that techniques in and of themselves don't need to be rejected. It's all attachment to them leading anywhere, having an outcome. It's all attachment to them. That's the sticky part. So techniques can disappear for a while. And, and it's a good thing to do that. You know, it's like, like there's a technique, fump, and you might see it or you might not, and drop it. 
So it like it breaks the, the habit of going to techniques to keep the eye going. Right. Okay, so you're cutting right. off that supply. And then they will come back, but only as, ah, it's, it's just how mind works. But there's absolutely, it's just, it's just chewing gum. Technique is chewing gum. There's nothing at all gained in it. It's all empty. Might as well be using a technique or as dreaming about yeah, summer holidays. But, you know? but it seems much more effective than that. Yeah. It's just yeah. the remembrance of the, of yes. the absolute organic yeah. truth of yes. what was felt. There is nobody here yes. to get anything. Yes. It just kind of yes. that re organic remembrance. Yes. Yes. Yeah, stick with that. Yeah. The next phase will kick in. I just want to flag it. The next phase will kick in, but stick with this. The next phase? Yeah. <laughs> just what I said. Okay. Just what I said. That, that It's not useful now, but I just want to flag it because they're going to come back in. Techniques. Techniques. And uh, I, I'm kind of alerting you to, okay. to kind of say, when they come back, they will have no potency. And then that's fine. Okay. That's fine. But there needs to be this phase of where, of where mind doesn't have any connection with them at all, so that the relationship has changed. Okay, good. Because in the past, you know, let's say two or three years, there has been advice as to, you know, a certain technique, yes. or whatever. Yes. And it, it only works for a little while. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I've been almost technicless for... Yeah. You, you have to come to yeah. the very end of them. The very end of them. Yeah. Okay. The very end of them. Do you see? You see, yeah. so yeah, and it's like okay, now we have a conversation. Are we because we in Asheville there was like hmm, these things only last for a while, but there was something that wasn't quite seeing. Oh my God, the technique is the tr is the is is where I'm caught. The techniques themselves is where I'm caught. Exactly. That's what we're exactly. talking about now. Exactly. Yes. That's what we're talking about. It's like, yes. Now the techniques are the problem. Yeah. The idea that there's something to fix or something to do, or the whole spiritual practice, the whole. Right. I was worried that. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was a worry then that I wasn't taking your advice seriously enough yeah. because the techniques were not yeah. sticking. Well, yeah, but it was spinning out. We just yeah. had to wait. I was conscious of like, nearly there, nearly there, nearly there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, technique itself. Yeah. Yeah. And people who do a lot of spiritual practice, that one is a really sticky one. That a, that a technique is, is, is going to help me. Right. It's because that's what spiritual practice does, no? Right. It's all techniques. Right. You see? There was a lot of that in the past. Of course. Of course. This is just the scaffolding that, that made it work, you know? Yeah. But then, yeah, sure. It's just the scaffolding. It's like technique itself. It's based on these ideas, you know? There's something to get, something to do. And it's, and it's somebody like to get it. Somebody to get it, of course. Happy days. Yes. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Can we do lunch? Yeah. Okay. What time do we come back? Um, back at uh, 2. Two fifteen. Yeah? Is that okay? Well, we start at 2.15. Yeah, yeah, we'll start at 2.15. So start coming back at 2, okay? Yeah, I need the hour and a half.